Hallelujah. Good evening, friends, and you're welcome to another edition of New Kingdom Realities. Hallelujah. And um, once again, we'll be starting this edition by a word of prayer. And we shall be praying from Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1, I'll read from verse 16. So that I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. But the God of my Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards world who believe, according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Let us pray. Men <laughs> Membro <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Amen. So good evening once again, listeners. Welcome to another edition of New Kingdom Realities. And so and I'm your uncle Edosa and so you know we'll just um, start off by recapping what we did the last time in the last episode we talked about how what to do with the gospel and talked about how that the gospel being a message that it is to be believed amen hallelujah talked about the fact that um, in Romans we talked about said I'm, I'm in Romans 1 17 said I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth he said to the Jew first and to the Greek. He said, And daring is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, even as is written, the just shall live by faith. So we see here that the gospel it is to be believed. Amen. Hallelujah. We see that the gospel is not just to hear, even though part of it is is for us to first of all hear the gospel. But when we hear the gospel, our response towards the gospel is to believe in the gospel. And when we believe in the gospel, we walk in the reality of what the gospel is. And we also went further to say that, you know, when we talked about, we've discussed about that. That's why we started it. We started those as our foundational teachings. How the fact that the gospel is about the dead, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'll see First Corinthians 15, from verse 1 to 4. He said, Moreover, these things I write unto you, the, the things which I also received, how that Christ died according died according to the scriptures, and was buried, and was raised again, as according to the scriptures. So we see that the foundation for the gospel is about the death, burial, resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. But having said that, so every other thing that stems from the fact, from the fact, the, the, the death, burial, and resurrection serves as the foundation. No doubt, if it is the gospel, it's the good news. How that someone died for our sins, he was buried, and on the third day he rose again. Hallelujah. We see that. No, no, no. So having said that, when I say that, but when we now discuss every other topic, now stems from the fact that 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 there is a dead burial and resurrection. We now talked about the love walk. We talk about leading and direction. We talk about every other thing. Is a marriage. We talk about every other thing. Every other thing stems from the fact as the basis, the foundation. That's what. That there is a death, there was a death, there was a burial, and there was a resurrection. Hallelujah. So we see it. We look at all that. We now look at the sixth redemptive work of Christ. And I was crucified, died, buried, 
um, quickened, raised, and seated. Hallelujah. We've looked at all of that in our previous episodes. Amen. And so today, what we want to talk about, we want to talk about the new birth. Hallelujah. The next thing, the new birth. Because what follows believing the gospel is the new birth. Amen. It is the new birth. What follows believing the gospel is the new birth. Hallelujah. So we want to look at what is the new birth. What is the new birth? What happens at the new birth? Hallelujah. So let's quickly look at Second Corinthians. So look at chapter five. Second Corinthians chapter five. I read from verse seventeen. It said, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new." It said, "And all things are of God, who had reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ." And have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. So we we'll look at it. That said, said we've looked at it. In our, that's why we started from where we started from. How that, you know, how that, you know, on the cross when Jesus Christ was lifted up on the cross. Let's let's just, let's just look at that in John. We'll still come back to Second Corinthians. Let's look at that in John, chapter twelve. In John chapter 12, I'll read from verse um, 32. John 12, 32, he said, And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. One translation, the New Living Translation, actually says that, If I be lifted up, I will draw everyone unto me. Hallelujah. The next verse now explains further. He said, This he said, signifying what death he should die. That is, upon the death on the cross, Jesus Christ drew everyone into him. And by the virtue of the Father, he was crucified. Everyone was crucified. By the virtue of the Father, he died. Everyone died. So, and by the fact of the Father, he was buried. Everyone was buried. But we now consider that, but what now happens is that when we now, in the, in, when we now put faith in what Christ has done, it is, we, 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 we now identify upon his quickened, raised, and seated. So we become quickened, raised, and seated. How be it, not that day we became, we now experience what is called the new creation. Not that day we experienced, the, not that day we became a new creation, but it's that day we came into the experience of the new creation that we have always been. Let's go back now. Let's go back again. We'll see that second Corinthians. We'll look at something there. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Chapter 5. He said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ. In fact, another translation says that, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is, or let him be. So, if any man be in Christ. I said that, when, 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 when the Apostle Paul writes, If any man be in Christ, he's not talking about those that are dead in Christ. He's talking about those that are alive in Christ. And I made us see something that how that there are two categories of people living on earth. Some are dead in him, while some are alive in him. Those that are alive in him are those that have believed in the gospel. He said, These things are right unto you that these things that ye may believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Let's look, let's look at that. First John. First John. First John. Read 1 John chapter 
chapter 5. Chapter John chapter 5 verse 13. Said, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Hallelujah. So, so what we're trying to say is that, so in Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17, it said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He is a new creature. And I tell you that we are all in Christ. How be it? Some are dead in him. Some are alive in him. So the new creation, even as I explained in our previous teaching, that the new creation did not begin by virtue of the fact that we put our faith in what Christ has done. The new creation was Christ's work. The new creature was Christ's work. It was by virtue upon his resurrection, the new creature came into existence. How be it? We on this side of life, when we believe the gospel of Christ, we experience that we come alive. We become living new creatures, to put it in that way. We become living new creatures. Hallelujah. We don't only become new creatures, we become new living creatures. Let's look at it. Let's 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 further astray that path. He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We said, the meaning of a new creature is, the new creature in Greek, new, means kainos. Kainos means a new kind. Unprecedented, novel, uncommon, unheard of. Meaning one that has never existed before. That is a new creature. Then, the creature is actually deceased. It can also be called in creation. It can also be called creation. So we see that the new creation, which you know, kinos disease, kinos disease means an unprecedented creation, a creation that has never existed before. So when a man believes the gospel, he experiences the new creation that he 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 experiences what we call the new birth. I'm being careful by telling you, the new birth simply means that he has come alive in Christ. He's now alive in Christ. He's now alive in the spirit. He's now, he's not that, he's not that, he's not that day that he became, I'm always emphasizing this, it's not that day he became a new creation, but it's that day that he came into the experience of who he has always been. How be it? He has always been a new creation. Upon the resurrection of Jesus Christ, he became a new creation. But by believing in the gospel, by believing in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for our sins, he has become alive in the spirit. He has become a living creation. He has become a living creation. Hallelujah. 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 So let us go for that. That this new creation, what now happens to this new creation? We see that this new birth, so that is what is referred to as the word, the new birth. Jesus Christ talked about it in his earthly work. He said something to Nicodemus in John 3. Let's go there. Let's quickly look at it. In John 3, I'll read from verse 1. He said, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night. And said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Very, very, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, 
he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very, very, I say unto you, Except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell when it cometh, and whether it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So the new birth, as I've said, can also be referred to as being born of the Spirit. Can also be referred to as being born again. Hallelujah. Being born again. So the man that is born again is a new creation. Is a new creation. Howbeit is an alive new creation. Is a creation that has never existed before. Is a creation that has never existed before. Just say that what have been existing in the last maybe a man who is about 19 years old gets born again. And you say that. But I've been living in the nest in the last 19 years, but this is the reality of the world. Hey man, this is the reality of the world. The world is making us to see that that man that just surrendered himself, that has received the life of Christ in him, that he is a new creature, a kinos disease, one that has never existed before, even though he has been existing. But that new creation is the fact that that life new creation is one that has never existed before. So Nicodemus came to Jesus. He said, we understand that, look, no man can do these miracles except he being from God. Then Jesus answered him and said unto him, said, very, very, I said unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, we also went further to explain that when Jesus Christ actually said that being born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God in verse 5. Being born of water, ah, that and the sky. Sky can be used as in the Greek, as either a conjunction or as an explanation. In this case, as an explanation. How do we know that? We'll see it further. So what, what verse 5 can be interpreted as, Jesus answered, Very, very, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water, that is the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So water was figurative. It's figuratively used as the Spirit. Water is, 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 a, way of, is a way of Jesus using natural elements to to explain spiritual things as we see further say nicodemus answered and said unto him in verse 9 how can these things be jesus answered and said unto him are thou a master of israel knoweth not these things very very i say unto thee we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and ye have and ye receive not our witness if I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe, if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man had ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. And as most lifted up the servant in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Hallelujah. It goes on and goes on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It goes on and goes on. But what he was referring to is that to be born again, the new birth, it means to be born of the Spirit. And what that means is that the man in Christ has received salvation. And let me just quickly say this, and that salvation is forever. 
That salvation is forever. That salvation is eternal. That salvation is once and for all. You see, there's no one that's saying that, who explained in our subsequent teaching, there's no one that's saying that, you see, when a man receives the new birth, when a man becomes born again, when a man becomes a living new creation, it happens once and it happens forever. The man is lit in the spirit once and forever. There is no such thing as being born again, being born again. No, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. And that's why we took out time to explain before we got to this episode. That to be born again, it happens once and forever. <coughs> to be born again is to be born eternally. It's to be born again eternally. Let's look at it. Because the salvation that Jesus Christ offers is an eternal salvation. As we see in Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 5, I read from verse 8, it said, Though he were a son, yet lent he obedience by the things which he suffered, and being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. That word obey him can also be used as to all them that believe him. So see, so the, 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 he became the author of eternal salvation. So the salvation that Christ offers is a salvation that is eternal. If salvation is not eternal, then is no salvation at all. If the new birth is not eternal, then is not a new birth. If the new birth is not once and for all, then it's not a new birth. So, have I said that people can just go ahead and live in sin and live anyhow they like? <laughs> Let me just say that. There is no gospel that preaches that you can just do anything you like. In fact, the gospel that we preach teaches that we are under the subjection of a king. In my previous lesson, I've talked about that. How that a kingdom was given unto him and he became the king of that kingdom. We are his followers. We are his subjects. How be it we are joint heads. So we see it actually that there is a difference. So, so what now happens when a man falls into temptation or falls into sin? We look at all that. What the believer does when he sins. We look at all that. Differences between forgiveness of sins and repentance of sins. We look at all that. But the emphasis of today's lesson is how that the fact that if any man be in Christ, let him be, or he is a new creature. You, if I said, he said, he is. The translation note puts it as, the translator's notes puts it as, or let him be. That means he, he was already a new creature. But this time, he said, I said that you should be what you've always been. That is what that place is talking about. What it's talking about is that is let's 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 look at it again. Hallelujah. Let's look at it again. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. He said, Therefore, you know, he has talked about said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Behold, look at it. Look at it. All things are become new. What are the things that become new? Look at it. Everything, the condemnation of the law, the, 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 the condemnation of the law, everything has passed away. That behold, everything that happened before the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ has passed away. 
<coughs> Behold, look, all things have become new. You know, I, even as I said in my previous lesson, that in, in, a, in Hebrews, look at it again, in Hebrews, in Hebrews 2, from verse 8, he said, Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. The thing is that Christ has finished the work. Everything is completed. Death has been destroyed. Sin has been conquered. Death has been destroyed. Sin has been annihilated. The grave has been defeated. Everything, Satan has been defeated. Satan has been stripped of his power. <coughs> Satan has been stripped of his power. But when we do not see these things as they already are, our reality is the fact that these things still exist. But when, as we begin, as we begin to Extray these things in the word of God. And we begin to, 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 to see these things in the light of the word of God. And we begin to put faith in, the, in, 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 in these things. We will now begin to experience these things. Not as those things, they were not all, they, they, they've not always been like that. But it is now we now coming into the experience of these things. Just as I said, that the new creation, it's not that the, the new when a man when a man believes the gospel, the new birth, it's not that he's now he, he, he became a new Christian that day he believed the gospel. No, he has he became a new Christian upon the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. But how be it he, he experienced he came into the experience of the new Christian when he believed the gospel. The same way. That's why I said he said, let him he said. He is, or let him be, or let him be, meaning that let let him let him let him let him experience what he has always been. That is what he's talking about. So let's look at other things again that happens at the level of the new birth. Let's look at what happens by virtue of the new birth. Let's look at we call that he 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 comes alive in the spirit. Let's look at what also also happened in First John chapter five. He said, and this is the record, verse 11. This is the record that God had given to us eternal life. And this life is in the Son. He that had the Son had life. And he that had not the Son of God had not life. So another thing that we see again is that the man that has received, that has believed the gospel, has received life. Has received life. And that life is eternal. That life is eternal. In fact, the man is no longer going to die again. That's why we don't believe that believers die. When they transcend, what just happens is that they transcend from one earth realm into to another earth, to another heavenly realm, to, to the unseen realm. Even Orano simply means unseen, immaterial world. Immaterial world, the unseen. So there is no death for the believer. Because the believer has come alive from death. He has passed from death unto life. Hallelujah. He has passed from death unto life. Hallelujah. Let's look at it in John. Amen. In John 3. Amen. Hallelujah. In John 3, 16. 
Amen. Say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Say, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him have received. He that believed on him is not condemned, but he that believed not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the holy begotten son of God. Said, and this is the condemnation, that light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at this. The Father said that he has passed from death unto life. Amen. Amen. So can I actually bring that now? Amen. Amen. But this is my point. The point I'm trying to, to, to astray is that whosoever has believed in the gospel has experienced what is known as the new birth. And that new birth, and that new birth, he has received the life of Christ. The life of Christ is now within him, as you see in Romans. Let's look at Romans 8. Romans 8. I read from verse 9. It says, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man hath not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Hallelujah. So the man that has believed <coughs> now has the spirit of Christ. He has come alive. He has become an alive new creation. Kindness disease, and as a result of that, he's born, he's saved once and forever. He's saved eternally. He's saved once and for all. That is the truth of the gospel. That is the truth of the gospel, and that is the foundation of the gospel. That the new birth is a new birth that is eternal. The new birth is a new birth that is forever. The new birth is a new birth that is once and for all. If it is not eternal, then it's not a new birth. If it's not forever, then it's not a new birth. If it's not once and for all, then it's not the new birth. And my time is up. God bless you.